Welcome to Sex and Soul, a podcast about all things related to sexuality, relationships, and the deeper dimensions of our lives. I am your host, Lene S. I am a sexuality and relationship coach and mentor, as well as a tantric yoga teacher. I'm so excited that you are here. May Sex and Soul light you up from inside and change your life to be more orgasmic, joyful, and deep. Mm, welcome, welcome, welcome to Sex and Soul. Ah, another episode for me to just kind of spoil you and give you all the juicy information you need to have an orgasmic life. You know, that's that's what we're aiming for. That's what we want to melt back into, let's say. Ah, yeah, so for today's episode, well... I was thinking, okay, what am I going to speak about? And something important that happened in life, I spoke about it briefly in the previous episode, is that Instagram has decided to change their rules, their algorithm, and they are now censoring a lot of sex positive accounts. And my account has been suspended over and over and over again. So that means that in my case, um, yeah, you can't find me anymore under sex, uh, Lane S uh, coaching. I created a backup account, which is Lane S coach. Uh, you can follow that one. <laughs> um, but it's been, yeah, it's been really frustrating and actually, um, yeah, I'm angry. You know, I'm angry to live on a planet where there is this company, Meta, Facebook, that has this power and that can just decide, um, yeah, to create very conservative rules um, and that just, yeah, cut out female empowerment, sexual empowerment, important information about uh, about sexuality. Um, and so today in this episode, I decided, well, I'm going to make it extra juicy, yeah, just uh, as a kind of... Mm, uh energetic uh and and very obvious um statement let's say that i don't want to be censored of course i have to adapt to these rules and a lot of you i connect with you and a lot of new uh new uh people via instagram um but on the other hand it's so important that there are spaces and i have spaces where i can just speak so this past podcast is one of those spaces and um, my newsletter is also one of these spaces so uh please register for my newsletter because this is how we stay connected. Yeah, nobody can take can take that away <laughs> from us. <laughs> so today's episode is about orgasms. Yeah, orgasm, orgasm, orgasm. Um, yeah. Okay, I just want to dive right in. Yeah, orgasms. <sighs> so first of all, some of the people I work with work with women, I work with men, I work with couples, um, they have issues, yeah, people can have blockages in orgasming, I'm not going to focus on the black blockages in this episode, I will, I will go, come, come to, to that stuff in a, a very uh, focused episode, but a lot of people say, okay, they might have, or you might have a, a feeling that you are not yet li fully living your full orgasmic potential, because most of us aren't, and that's totally fine, because it's this, I think, beautiful journey, what I call orgasmic living, you know, an orgasmic body uh, is this journey of exploring yourself as this orgasmic being more and more and more. And that's a beautiful step-by-step -step process. And the journey is what matters. Yeah. So this is one of the first things I want to tell you, like, if you want to have different orgasms become more orgasmic, um, you have to let go of the goal to have the actual orgasm because the mental focus and the mental goal and the mental objective of that state is what actually can block you in from getting there. Because what is typical in an orgasm, 
um, is that there's a mental shift and there's a moment of surrender where you're not in your mind anymore. Yeah, this is why orgasms are also so important and sexuality is important because it gets you out of your thinking brain. Most of us are so much in our mind. We want to come home in our bodies. We want to live life from a more embodied state. Yeah. So letting go and not putting pressure on yourself to have the actual orgasm is what will actually make you multi-orgasmic. It seems paradoxical, but it is not. Um, yeah. Because of course we have a tendency that the mental thing of yeah being productive having uh, goals, following our to-do lists. This is so ingrained in our being and we bring that in our sexuality. But in our sexuality, this is the beautiful thing about sexuality. This is just a space for you to play, yeah, to let go of all the, I, I think, um, yeah, socially accepted <laughs> ways of being, of behaving and entering in a space where you can really play, uh, relax, open up to something that is bigger than yourself also, because that is what an orgasmic state brings you into. Yeah, this is the altered state of consciousness that you can enter when you go into these deeper orgasmic states, especially if you go for women into more vaginal orgasms. Um, yeah, those, those orgasms are really different than the clitoral orgasms that most women have more access to. And the vaginal orgasm is what I teach. Yeah. I teach my clients to sensitize, to bring more sensitivity in the vagina by the use, through the use of, of JREG, through the use of releasing tension and emotion because the vagina is a sponge. So that means that all, everything that you have lived in your life and all the difficult emotions also are stuck somewhere inside of the vagina, in your body in general, but also in your, in your vagina. And for men, it's the same. Yeah, it's the same. It's it's a bit of a different uh, process, of course, but the principle of your body keeping uh, stuff uh, inside is, is the same. Yeah, so as I said, um, letting go of the goal to orgasm is a, is a very important one. Um, the different orgasms that I can speak to you about, and I mean, for me, it's funny because sometimes clients don't come to me and say, ah, did I have the orgasm? Did I have the G-spot orgasm or the A-spot orgasm? And actually, it doesn't really matter. Um, as I said, it's really about this journey and the mind wants to label something. And of course, it's beautiful to celebrate a deep, special experience when you have had that, but it doesn't really matter. It's not like you have to go into a checklist and, you know, check the different orgasms, uh, you know, off your checklist. That's again, this kind of productivity uh, and kind of, oh, I'm only a sexual or good, you know, sexual student, let's say, <laughs> if I've had all these type of orgasms. No, 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 no. It's like this, uh, this just celebrating what your body is capable of feeling even when certain sexual and self-pleasure practices are maybe more subtle and not a lot seems to be happening every moment that you connect with yourself that you spend time touching yourself or just um feeling your own body yeah because one of the orgasms that is real very real for me and for a lot of women because we have this orgasmic um energetic nature yeah we have a more energetic and sensual nature more than men, more men can be more uh, explicitly sexual, genital related, let's say, uh, is the fact that we don't even have to be touched to be orgasm, orgasmic and to have orgasmic states. Like I can have states, orgasmic states just uh, and sensations running through my body just because of the wind that caresses my body, because of a, a single touch from someone else, uh, a, a finger that runs over my arms, 
uh, or certain parts of my body that are super sensitive, I just get turned on. My Kundalini energy starts reacting to that. So that's one of the very potent energy centers that we all have in our bodies, yeah? And that inner sexuality, but also in yogic and tantric practices gets activated. Also in the Taoist practices, yeah? There's just different names for the same things in these different uh, traditions. And so if you have these experiences, I want to normalize them. And I want to tell you that is so, 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 so beautiful. Um, some of my clients, you know, they come to me and they say, oh, I have, um, you know, I have at a certain moment been considered too much. Yeah, my orgasmic aliveness, my orgasmic responses, my bodily responses, responses to certain touches uh, have been considered too much for the man or the person I was with at the time. And therefore, I shut myself down. I made myself smaller. And so this is something that we want to get rid of yeah we want to release the idea of our sexuality or orgasmic desire our lust being too much it's one of the one of the blockages yeah that we want to that we want to slowly slowly release and also shame is related to that yeah there's shame of being this fully sexual being and being loud and free in your sexuality and there's a lot of shame of course that that is created because of of our society um so energetic orgasms <laughs> i'll start with that one they are a thing and it's a thing that you can uh, capacity that you can develop through different practices of course i teach all of these things it's embodiment it's focusing on the sensations that you have in your body it is using your breathing deeper breathing it is using your sounding ah oh, yeah and this sounding actually is super important because it allows the energy, the sensual sensations, the orgasmic sensations that you might probably are feeling in genital areas, but also other parts of your body, you allow them to amplify and to travel throughout your entire system. And also sounding is super crucial because it allows you to disconnect from this thinking mind like, oh, I need to behave, you know, I need to look good. I need to even look sexy when I have, you know, sex. No. You can be ugly, you know, there's a, a different or, or a specific liberation that comes at a certain moment in your orgasmic development where you don't care what you look like, you don't care what you sound like, you don't care, you know, what angle your, your lover or partner sees you from. Yeah, and this is a thing. This is a process of really having this body love uh, present. I teach this in, in my program Beyond and to all of my clients, actually. It's, it's a crucial step. Yeah, so energetic orgasms, breathing, sounding, letting your mind just stay focused on the pleasure that is there and feeling yourself also as this energetic being. You can feel even, well, right now you could experiment with this while you're listening to me. You can feel that there's uh, the physical element in your genitals, but also in your heart because, I mean, our entire body is, is an erogenous zone, yeah? This is very important, like getting away from the focus on genitals is super important. This is a thing that mostly men need to learn. Yeah, men tend to touch our vulvas, our pussies way too early, way too early. If you're a man listening to this, um, you know, trust me, next time that you're with a woman, wait to touch her vulva and even ask her, ask for consent. Um, consent is super sexy. This creates deep safety in your interaction with a woman. This is how she knows she can trust you. Trust you. When she knows that he, she can trust you, she will, she will feel safe to go to these wilder states, and your sexuality and your sex with her will become epic. So this is really important. Um, and so for us women, we tend to warm up from the outside, outside in. So that means that we want a lot of 
you know, bodily touches, um, all of our bodies, the neck, the ears. I mean, there's parts of ourselves. There's so many parts of our bodies that are super, super sensitive and can become super sensitive. You know, some women I work with, they don't have a lot of sensitivity in their breasts, in their nipples. That's a matter of building that up. That's a matter of changing, you know, how you look or maybe the negative body image and the judgment that you have about your breasts not being something enough or being something uh, too much of something. Yeah, nipples too big, whatever it is. So this is all just practice, yeah? This is all just practice. There's no, I mean, there's some secrets into becoming multi-orgasmic tantric goddess, yeah, priestess. <laughs> but there's also just the fact of, oh, I'm motivated to practice and to, yeah, to spend time discovering my body and to explore that also with someone else. But it always starts with the exploration that you have with yourself, both for men and for women. That's very important. <sighs> yes. So what was I talking about? Yes, the overall sensitivity of our bodies and the fact that women, we tend to warm up from the outside in. So for us, it's super juicy when we wait before our vulvas, our uh, vulvas, our vaginas are being touched. Yeah, pussy is the word for vulva and vagina two in one. Vulva is the outside, vagina is the inside, literally, uh, technically speaking. So wait, 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 wait. I heard this on a podcast uh, recently, uh, Sahara Rose pod podcast. She interviewed a, a coach, I forgot her name, but she said um, a woman needs to beg three times for a man to touch her there and to penetrate her. And that is when she is really ready. And this is the most juicy moment um, to penetrate a woman, to go inside, whether that's with a finger or with uh, your cock. Yeah, with a cock is to wait until she begs for it, until her flower, her pussy has opened so much, you know, that she's like, oh, please do it. Yeah, and that's when you become an excellent lover. And this is what makes you an excellent lover as a man also, to be able to be with that, to be able to feel your own arousal and desire as a man for your woman or for your lover, but to be able to circulate that, to breathe through that, to sound through that, and to be able to be so attuned to her that you make her wait, that you tease her. And that means a certain level of a combination of control, but also just um, technique, yeah, technique of sublimating your sexual energy, not letting it stuck only only in your cock and letting it uh, travel throughout your own, your entire body so that you're able to offer your woman this exquisite uh, exploration that, that takes more time, that you're not focused on penetrating her, that you're not focused only on her pussy. Yeah. Okay. Oof. So energetic orgasms, they are a thing. Of course, um, when going from outside in, I already mentioned all of these Egyptian zones that you can explore. My ears, my neck, super orgasmic. Like I can have orgasmic states just when someone touches my neck and my ears. Same with the breasts and the nipples, yeah? And so for men and women, explore this inside of yourself. You can put on a timer, 15 minutes of exploration of only nipples and breasts. Give each other that. Women, ask that, request that. You know, my love, this would be amazing. Just let's play for that. And let's release the focus to go to pussy let's release the focus to have the penetration let's do this 15 minutes turn on of breasts of nipples knowing that the orgasmic experience is possible allowing that as an intention then letting go of it as a goal yeah you don't want to pressure you just want the exploration in itself and then see what happens see when you don't come to a climax also how turned on you remain in your life in the in the interaction with your lover and with, you, with your partner 
partner. This is the beauty of not having a typical climactical orgasm, which is a clitoral orgasm or the ej ejaculation, is that you keep your sexual energy uh, for us women, I mean, we can have many, many, many orgasms and there's not really in that sense uh, a leaking of energy. There's just a building up and, a, and an opening up. But for men, of course, the ejaculation part can be, and, and for most men that's the case, is a moment where you lose your arousal and your sexual energy. You need to build it back up. So from the Taoist and Tantric perspective, as a man, you want to have some level of consciousness relating to when you ejaculate, how often you ejaculate. Um, yeah. And, and of course, that comes with certain techniques to know, as I said, to how to circulate the energy. Clitoral orgasms, yeah, these are so beautiful. Of course, our clitoris now, finally, there's research that was done this year only, yeah, because the previous research was not very conclusive. It had something to do with, with cows and so on. But now it's been said like 10,000 nerve endings in our clitoris. And so that's more than double than what the nerve endings that men have that you have in the head of your penis. Um, yeah, so our clitoris is just this incredible, incredible pleasure spaceships that's how what I call the clitoris and she is really um you know the organ that allows you to get to get the motor warmed up let's say yeah to get the juices flowing um you can explore different techniques with the clitoris there's a very good website oh my god yes that really goes you that takes you through st different steps and of course in my program beyond there's also a module that focuses on that on self-pleasure and on the activation of the clitoral orgasms so if you want uh, my help with that then you can you can reach out um and so the clitoris and and the outside of the vulva actually so the outside of pussy, which is a vulva, um, gentleness is super important. So I think that most people, and especially men, you don't necessarily realize necessarily how sensitive that area is. And it's so important to be super gentle. So whatever touch you feel that you're doing, it might even be too hard. Even the pressure cannot be too hard. The like light, feather light touch is the most sexy touch. I mean, this depends on every woman, of course. You know, this is just my own experience uh, and knowing about pussies. <laughs> um, so have that conversation with your woman. When you touch her, ask her, is this, you know, do you want it lighter? Is this, how is this pressure? Yeah, how is this speed? Uh, and explore that. But the outside is so sensitive. So please, please, please don't, don't push yourself against us, grind us too hard. It can hurt. Um, don't um, you know use your knee to, to push too hard there don't that that can hurt really yeah so um, a woman will oftentimes yeah not say anything because a lot of women I work with and you know if you're a woman watching this maybe you recognize this can please yeah and you don't want to bring this kind of you're afraid to speak up when you don't, it's a skill, yeah? Uh, when you don't feel so good in a sexual flow and you want something else or something doesn't feel really good and even a bit painful, a lot of women are afraid to speak on that. And so this is something to change, yeah? This is something to really land into the skill indeed of being able to just redirect and say, hey, can you do it a bit softer? Please be gentle, please be gentle. And continue to say that and have conversations about the sex that you have outside of the bedroom. So you can have a moment of debriefing yeah after sexuality or you can talk about it beforehand um in a moment yeah in a moment where you're having a walk where you're creating a beautiful atmosphere to have that conversation hey what do you like and so on and so on yeah so that's the clitoris in the clitoris you have 
this notion of feeling when there needs to be a regularity in the touch. So when you cannot change the touch, touch in order to come to an orgasm, and then at certain moments, there might be a a desire for irregularity and for a spontaneity and surprise effect. So you can play with that, yeah? So you can play until the building up of the pleasure and the energy in the clitoris. And then in order to come to the orgasm or to actually even explore the orgasm, the clitoral orgasm in deeper ways, you can play with surprise. You can play with, if you're at the level of seven and eight, releasing touch and then coming back. So really this teasing, um, which you can also call edging. Yeah, and edging is an incredible tool in to become multi-orgasmic and to have more full-bodied orgasms because what happens in edging is that you build up your pleasure up to a certain point and then you release the genital touch or the touch even and you uh, actually let the pleasure drop back down. You circulate it in your body by breathing and by sounding and then you go back into the touch and you build it back up. So it's this edging, yeah. And um, of course you can imagine... <laughs> What is important for edging is that you uh, make sure you don't go over your point of no return. So knowing what your point of no return is, is it at a nine eh, from zero to 10? Is it at a nine? Is it at an eight? And then you want to just stop right before the point of no return. Yeah. So mm, uh, exploring all of that is 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 just amazing. Um, then you have Orgas orgasms that are possible at the entrance of the vagina. There's orgasms that are possible and in the entire, you can have vaginal orgasms like the vaginal canal actually pulsating, um, yeah, orgasmically. Then you have specific vaginal orgasms, erotic zones, erogenous zones. The first one is the G-spot. I don't have my vulva, um, vulva module here uh, because um, I'm not, uh, I'm in the Azores. I didn't travel with my vulva model, um, but the G-spot is, uh, is actually more an area rather than a spot and it's located on the upper wall of the vagina and you would actually reach it more or less when you have two finger, uh, finger knuckles inside of, of your own vagina, of, of course, your partners. Uh, and then you're going to look actually for a sensitive spot. And sometimes this feels like uh, more like the, the tongue of a cat. It's not the case for all women. So don't, you know, look for that. It, it might not be, be there for you, let's say. Um, but you will find and you will start noticing that it's a more sensitive area. It can be incredibly powerful to explore because this is as soon as you go inside of the vagina, there's deep, deep, deep emotions that are stuck there and that can be released. And there's real, really deep uh, primal states. So the, the G-spot orgasms are, are very emotional and very wild and very, very beautiful. Um, a bit about the G-spot orgasm. I'm not, I mean, in beyond, I have a module about the G-spot. I have an entire month about the G-spot, an entire month about the cervix and so on. So today I'm just giving you some nuggets, yeah, to work, <laughs> to play with. Um, but so very important to wait until a woman is fully aroused or at a mid-level of arousal before penetrating her, before penetrating yourself, yeah, woman, when you're self-pleasuring -pleasure and before going to look for the, for the G-spot area. So this is not something you do in the first 15 minutes. You wait, you wait until full arousal until uh you know this this beautiful activation has happened and then you want to be consistent with your touch you want to create a rhythm you want to explore different type of touches you can make the the come here movement yeah tick 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 you can make circles you can move in and out um there's different ways you can do tapping and then you can start vibrating even deeper and combine it with clitoral uh stimulation so just explore these things at a certain moment it's i think it's beautiful to have these blended orgasms like clitoris with other other 
uh, parts of the vagina, uh, clitoris with anal pleasure, clitoris with G-spot ple pleasure, clitoris with, with cervical pleasure, clitoris with uh, breasts and um, and any other any parts, basically, that those are the blended orgasms, blended pleasure. Uh, but at a certain moment, I definitely want to advise you to only focus on the G-spot and to really focus on these separate uh, areas also separately, let's say. Um, the reason why blended orgasms and blended pleasure is beautiful because is because when these areas are, are not yet explored, which is the case for a lot of you, I'm sure, then you actually create a connection in your brain. When you connect the clitoral pleasure with these new areas, you're connecting, you let, if you will, the pleasure of the clitoris flow into these different areas. And so in the brain, it becomes like clear, like, oh, this area is now also becoming orgasmic. Okay, got it. Yeah. And this is kind of this connection that you create thanks to the blended, blended pleasure. Okay, a little bit of the G-spot. I'm going to go to the A-spot. The A-spot is a deeper area next to the cervix, actually in the deeper um, um, wall of the vagina. Can be very pleasurable. This is deeper penetration, of course. Um, can be very beautiful to feel a release there, to have orgasms there. Explore it with a dildo uh, on your own. Uh, of course, explore it with a lover that has a penis <laughs> or a strap-on dildo. Of course, um, all all the options are there. Just play um, and 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 feel into what is there. Feel into how you can create this sensitivity when you're being touched there or when you touch yourself there. Yeah. Um, then. I'll move to the cervix because the cervix is, well, this is close to there. It's a separate zone, of course, because the cervix is like this. Um, she's royalty. Yeah. The, the cervix is goddess herself. Um, I mean, pussy is goddess herself, <laughs> but your cervix has this incredible orgasmic potential. I teach this to all my clients, both in Majestic, my program, and beyond my program. And of course, with one-on-one -on -one clients, I teach women how to have cervical orgasms, cervical activations. Um, the cervix is so underrated, unknown as an orgasmic organ, you know, really, um, but the truth is that we have more nerve endings than in other parts of our of our vagina, even more than the, the clitoral, more different types of nerves that are ending there. And yet it is the most numb organ for most women because of sexual trauma, conditioning, shame. So becoming orgasmic in your cervix, you know, acquires needs or asks calls for the armoring yeah all of the different body parts and, and parts of the vagina call for the armoring process which means the releasing of the stuck tension the stuck energy the trauma the pain the numbness yeah and i have a process uh, for for that the armoring is a process in itself that i teach um but then you can go into these deep orgasmic transcendental states on your own and with a partner and so if you're with someone else i invite you for the cervical explore exploration to have instead of this banging of the penis this fast trusting that happens, you know, in sexual, in sex uh, a lot is to really just ask your partner, your man, your woman to stay inside and to just connect the tip of the, the cock or the strap on <laughs> with, with the cervix and feel, just focus, meditate on that connection, med meditate on the orgasmic activation of your cervix. And that will be, yeah, that will be, be amazing. And this is how, yeah, your cervix becomes more and more relaxed and open 
cervix is connected to the heart. Yeah. So all of the different parts of our uh, vaginas, but also of your penis, there's connections with your organs. Or, organs. So this is Taoist um, uh, acupressure points, basically. And the different parts in your vagina, they correspond to emotions and organs. And um, so the cervix corresponds to your heart. So this is why a lot of women are not orgasmic in the cervix because of heartbreak and because of a lack of self-love and self-trust. Yeah. Okay. So this is why being doing the sexuality work and exploring yourself is something that can completely transform you because as soon as you go especially inside of the vagina you have these deep releases you have this also sometimes deep confrontation with shit yeah shit from your life this is why this work is crucial this is why i always say to people oh you want to change something in your life dive into your body dive into your sexuality when you change the relationship and start working with that your outer reality will start changing yeah the outer reality is a reflection of your inner reality okay little introduction on the cervix uh, anal orgasms are amazing anal pleasure is amazing both for men and women you know explore that also if you're a heterosexual man yeah go there um of course you want to be hygienic so you want to have precautions you want to have in general for for touch you know you want to have your nails cut and so on these things are important because not you can cut yourself you can get cut by fingernails and in case of uh you know pleasure you want to have yeah hygiene you want to have just baby wipes clothes you want to have these these options to just clean certain things up be okay when you know when when <laughs> shit happens <laughs> a little bit um you can be okay with that you can you know create the just the maturity to 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 be okay with these these things when it when it happens um and of course for men there's a peace spot that can be connected um well to uh, blended pleasure this is beautiful for a man to be both connected uh to well there's pleasure and arousal of the cock and then also of the peace spot inside of the anus and for uh, women of course it's beautiful super primal to be touched uh outside of the anus you can start with play there uh in whatever way feels good and delicious and then of course there can be penetration uh, that needs to be built up again also as with the vaginal penetration you only do that after you're fully fully aroused yeah when you feel like oh i'm so turned on yes i want this i'm ready to explore this this is so important timing is key Feeling into what your partner is ready for is key. And if you're not sure, use words, use questions, ask for consent. And in the anal penetration, you want to go slow. Yeah, you want to put a little bit inside, then wait for the adaptation, continue with the activation and kissing and, you know, blend with pleasure, uh, touching other parts of the body and then going deeper. Okay, and waiting again. And she decides or he decides when he's being penetrated. Um, yeah. Yeah, so those are already amazing orgasms. Yeah, and so, uh, yeah, this is, um, yeah, maybe this is uh, something, uh, or maybe already enough for today <laughs> to start, you know, playing with. Uh, and just as a big fuck you to Instagram for suspending my account again, bleh, um, you will not stop this, you know, orgasmic education. You will not stop me from uh, just sharing this amazing information about, yeah, becoming a home in your body. That's what it is about, you know. I think <laughs> also just this idea that that pleasure is important. Pleasure is our birthright, <laughs> and that in this life we are here to experience life as 
um yeah as a party yeah and it's very important to um yeah to realize like hey hi i deserve pleasure every day i deserve to feel this turn on for life every day i deserve to 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 relax yeah if it's i mean we're so stressed out most of us are you know there's 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 constant uh stress chronical stress that that people are experiencing experiencing all over all over the place so uh, orgasmic explorations are crucial just for your general health like it's really a matter of of health being healthy on all these levels yeah mental physical uh emotional health um and then of course the connection that you create with your partner through sexuality is something that nothing else can 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 com compare to yeah nothing else can replace that and as a woman <laughs> everything changes when you are landed in your sexuality in your body yeah you just feel this amazing turn on for life you feel self-confidence you feel self-love especially when you go for these deeper vaginal explorations yeah um and and i invite you yeah to, to create to open up your mind here and now because everything that you think about yourself creates your reality as i said so if you say to yourself oh i'm not very orgasmic then yeah this will be your reality uh, but maybe you can tell yourself hmm, what if i could you know connect to my mother orga orgasmic nature what could that feel like in my in my body who would i be if i would be this uh orgasmic woman you know how would i walk how would i invite my man into um or woman into explorations um yeah so play with that, play with that, those identity shifts and this, this mindset uh, shifts and invite life to become playful, uh, flirt, you know, <laughs> flirting is so, so beautiful because it, huh, it allows you to land in your body and allows you to, to relate to the, to Eros, Eros is a life force um, and flirting is, is, can be super innocent, yeah, um, and, and just connected to love, um, yeah, so, <laughs> I guess this is uh, this is my my invitation for today. Mm, yes. <laughs> mm, so this was another episode of Sex and Soul. I hope you enjoyed it. Please don't hesitate to reach out to share your stories. You know, reach out via email hi at lynns.com. Check out my website. Uh, you can still join beyond. It's the very last three weeks that you can join beyond my amazing one year long orgasmic aliveness program <laughs> so check it out on my website and um yeah get on my email list yeah so you can really receive all of my juicy juicy news and information all kinds of um yeah love letters that i sent out to those on my email list and if you like this episode then of course give it a rating and share it with your friends uh, so more and more people can really continue to get access to this important information mm, have a juicy orgasmic day and i'll see you well next week for the next episode bye